Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. It's time. Thank you, Weapon of Pride and Randy Marsh. Uh, once again for the theme song for 2022. I like a lot. Playing a lot, I'm playing, goofing around with it, and now it's uh, just—it's become our year. Moves us right into the show. Uh, somebody said, "Wouldn't it be great if Eddie just like old people sometimes just all of a sudden get their political views changed? Like you see them, and then two years later they're completely different. You don't even realize it." And we went on stage and started. You know, we've got a, we've got a migration problem. And all this, yeah. Been watching yeah. a lot of Hannity. We've been watching a lot of Fox News, and the problem is these that mother. Biden doesn't do anything about the border, man. We've got to stop these illegal rapists and murderers from coming up into our country. Stealing our jobs. They took our jobs, man. You've got, like, a video or audio of yeah. what was This is Eddie last night. Actually, the impression's better than I thought. I told yeah, it's you. It's pretty good. All right, go I ahead. You. Yeah. At the same time, you have a governor who has just signed a bill. Oh, here we go. That outlaws a woman's freedom to choose. <laughs> goes, yeah, my freedom to choose is in trouble. Oops. You know what I like at a party? Talking about rape and incest. Yeah. <laughs> and some information on this screen to encourage voting in the midterms. It's like an infomercial. Oh my God! Text choice to eight five five eight one two vote. It's an infomercial now. And I think uh, Brett said it off there, but he's right. It's like the band's like, oh, here's the Eddie break that yep. goes on. Yeah, it's it's I, put in the set. <laughs> I wonder if it's one of those things, because I know just from the limited amount of band things I've done, that when you do multiple shows, it's like when we did our Pearl Jam uh, tribute show a couple nights in a row, I used the same pattern one night to the next. Like there was one thing like, oh, that worked really well the first time through. I'll do that again tomorrow. 
to that thing uh, in the middle. Oh, you're yeah. like, you know, it's just trying to get this thing together and do a blah blah blah. And then the next, like, hey, that really went well, guys. I'm gonna really, I'm gonna ramble that again. I'm gonna knock that out. I'm, and I'm sure Eddie's stream of consciousness, top of mind, and. Or does he go to funny stories in the blue states? Like, we've got this state. <laughs> right, yeah. This I don't have to do that. Up. Just get out and vote more. I'd like, see if you can do it twice. <laughs> yeah, I, it's the... I'm sure Mike McCready's like, oh, good, I got time to take yeah. a piss. Right, oh, I'll yeah. be right back. Yeah. Maybe that's all it is, and they just sit and laugh. They think we <laughs> care. <laughs> all that happens is McCready had to take a, a deuce. <laughs> but play the part about the abortion and listen to the crowd. If you can find it. Because yeah. it is a bit of a red crowd that kind of fights Eddie a little bit on this one. Yeah. At the same time, at the same time, you have a governor who has just signed a bill that outlaws a woman's freedom to choose. No, that's earlier. Even what is the part where he, in, he was talking about the... Before that, when you first started this video off the air, he did something. I'm more aware great of politicians. the disparity in pay based on gender. Jesus Christ, he talked about every topic. We're starting to clarify some of these issues. Ugh, God. Uh, here in our great society, in the United States of America, we are making strides. Here it is. And, and here in Arizona, in particular, you have some great folks in government. You're one of our heroes, the truly admirable and total badass, Senator Gabby Giffords. Can't say anything bad about her. She wasn't a senator. Can't say anything bad about her. That's right, whether she was or not. Another one we love and support is Senator Mark Kelly. Yeah. Same time. (laughs) Oh, that's what. So there's a little smattering of them, but not many. It's a, a fairly heavy Pearl Jam crowd. I don't know if you guys knew this, but I changed my views. A woman has no right to choose. It's a man's right. I spent some time in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia this summer, and I came away really realizing what a better culture it would be if women had less to say. Two, three, four. I don't want to hear from you ever again. I don't want to hear from you ever again. Shut your mouth. It's only good for one thing. Yeah. This is a different Eddie Vedder, but the song's cool. To the evolution. Yeah. Like me. There is no evolution, baby. We were all created by one deity. Yeah, anyway, if he went fully right, it would be fun. But yeah, you know, what are you going to do? Well, you know, me and Sean Hannity were hanging out with Kid Rock the other night, and I have to probably be like, <laughs> oh what? <my> God, what? <laughs> In fact, he's here right I now. I wonder if we're bring him up here, everybody. <laughs> he's Sean Hannity with us. and Kid Rock. Ba, witchy, ba, da, ba, da, bang, diggy, diggy, diggy. <laughs> Up, jump the boogie. My name is Eddie. <laughs> Rock, I'm going with him. We're married, but not in a gay way because we're not queers. That's gross, an abomination against the big man upstairs. We got any Mennonites in the house? That's Happen- you. What That's is happening? You. What is this? Jeremy looks like an Amish. Anyway. I'm sure well, it was he a knows show. Jeremy by name. I would like to see the crowd reaction. Well, this is a good email. A guy he said, uh, it says, women, as if he's writing a script. Don't speak on women's issues, men. You have no right. Is that man? Also yeah. women. Yeah, he wrote this. Also women. Eddie Vedder supports women's rights. Yay! Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't matter what men's talk about. I'm p- I pay to, see- to hear your songs, so sing them. 
He makes a good point though about the whole, you know, you're not you're not allowed to talk about women's rights if you're a man unless you completely concur. You're, own, you're not allowed to, to speak on women's issues unless you agree completely. Then you'll be heard. And I don't disagree with that. I think a man should shut up about a woman's issues. Completely. Right. I completely think that. I think if a guy's out there going abortion this, abortion that on either side, it's like, you don't know. I don't think you have any right to say anything as a guy on what she does like she doesn't about you. But I really don't think any better should be telling me. I've performed many back alley abortions, and let me tell you, they're disgusting. <laughs> sure. On the road, there's a, a lot of them. On the road, we had a bus, the abortion bus that used to follow. Okay. And later, because of success, and, you know, I'm grateful. I have a lot of gratitude towards it. But we got it sponsored by Planned Parenthood, and all of the whores that we knocked up, we, we had them aborted right there. And without that, there'd be too many Pearl Jam kids. Let's bring our road manager, Dr. Hook. <laughs> yeah. Bring it up here, Dr. Hook. Look at that guy's hands. How many babies have you killed? Tell me the truth. About 6,000, Eddie. God, that's brilliant. Thanks, man. Thanks for coming up. Let's hear it for the human vacuum, everybody. Get him up here. How many of you guys had abortions? That's my Pearl Jam crowd. Careless, reckless behavior that got you pregnant. And there was a solution, a final one for that baby. <laughs> well, if he's going to talk about it, let's get real. Dr. Hook and Nurse Dyson yeah. come up there. How many of you are currently spotting right now from your abortion earlier today? All right. Yeah, let me hear you. How many of you have uh, graham cracker and Sprite breath? Because for some ungodly reason, that's what you get after an abortion. I don't understand it, but that's what you get. A little graham cracker and a Sprite. So blood, you get orange juice and cookies. <laughs> <laughs> Look it up. That's real. I had a girl tell me that once. Oh. Like, Is that a thing? Yeah. They stick you in another room, give you some graham crackers and a Sprite. <laughs> and I get, get you just sugar level levels uh, up. You dab down the wound, the wounded area, and you pour Sprite oh. on it, and they cauterize it. <laughs> I don't know, Brady. I don't know why you'd ever want that after. I guess it's parting gifts. They feel oh. like, it's like when you have people over and you always offer them a drink or food. Uh, abortion clinics feel the same pressure we do at the end. Can I get you something to drink? We got. I guess we got some honey grams if you want. I'll never look Teddy at Graham? Uh, LeBron's Sprite campaign the same way. Teddy Graham's and Sprite on the way out the door. Yeah, because you, you don't have to deal with Teddy's anymore. No, no stuffed animals for you. You eliminated that cost. Tell me what. Tell me what the grossest thing. Like, what happens on in the abortion? The, the, like the part that still makes you go. Bleh. Well, there is the initial part. Sometimes you look at a woman's factory down south, you know, and you realize this thing's been dug out pretty badly. And those are the tough ones for me, Eddie. Yeah, you gotta keep it tight, ladies. The doctor even giving you an abortion's kind of gross stuff. There's been women, I've looked at vaginas and I wondered how anybody even put something in it. Like, it's disgusting. Anyway, she got pregnant, so. I roto-rooted that out. Let's bring out your equipment. Let's give it a good old look. I'm gonna sing this next song in Planned Parenthood stirrups, because I'm really pushing the envelope tonight. I'm going to have an abortion performed on me right here on stage in honor of Gabby Giffords and Mark Kelly, my two favorite people in the world. I'm going to be the most Democrat I can be up here. <laughs> it's great stuff. I want to wear, I, I just want to know what would happen if you waved the Trump 2024 flag in a Pearl Jam show. Oh. I want to know what would happen. Like all the, because all he's preaching about is the right to say things and yep. freedom and. 
Americanness, and we, but it's not really freedom. It's like what the freedom as he sees it. And I'm fine with Damn it. Damn missed the opportunity to give Carrie that flag. Would have been in. pretty great. Here, float this badass around. He'd probably just put the take that down. He wouldn't. He would stop the show until whoever brought the Trump flag came. No, I, pic- I picture him going. See, we like all people. No, he doesn't. <laughs> he would kick him out. I wonder. Kid Rock, Pearl Jam, would they ever play a show together? Probably not, because it would be like Astro World would look like Disneyland compared to that. <laughs> yeah, full out riot. Anyway, uh, and also traffic snobs. I don't want to hear from you. I had a couple emails from people. And look, I'm tired of the world where if it didn't happen to you, it's fake news. Right. I got two people in a row like that thing in the news saying that the traffic was all backed up. Fake. I made it through in like five minutes. I got Scott does it, and then this guy Justin does it. And I'm like, all right, so it didn't happen to you. It doesn't mean it didn't happen. It's fake news. So it, if it doesn't happen to you, it's automatically made up. What is the benefit of the news to say it's miserable uh, traffic? And all it took was somebody bumping into somebody on that on-ramp onto the 101 that clogged everything up. Because that's what I'm saying. Just keep it together. It's a very fragile ecosystem of, of freeway today without the 60. And if you're... Pinched down to one lane. Yeah, didn't happen, Brady. One accident. I got through there. Added about five minutes to my day. That's it. Fake news. News wants you to think the freeways are full. So you leave earlier and you get to work at like an hour and a half early and you're just going to embarrass yourself. That's what the news wants. Just because it didn't happen to you doesn't mean it did not happen. I can see very easily in this town a closed freeway causing an hour delay on another freeway. We're not very good together. We we live on a grid and we treat it like it's uh, loop-de-loop. So just, you know, give everybody the benefit of the doubt. Give them a break. Pull over. Get an abortion. Just see Pearl Jam last night there? You can just get while they're hot. Get them while they're hot, Brady. Everything must go for a limited time only. They're starting to shut down those. Every vacuum is going to shut off at noon tomorrow. I think everybody got a coupon on the way out. Did they? Free abortion. There you go. Next one's free. It's on us. Little pearl jelly all over the floor. What would you have named it? It doesn't matter. Here you go. Free abortion. <laughs> in the back oh, of your in the back of your ticket stuff. Good for one free abortion day after show. It's a bogo. <laughs> <laughs> you either get a Carl's Jr. like double stack or a, <laughs> it's your choice. You can get uh, a six ounce uh, whopper or get rid of six ounces of baby inside you. It's up to you. Carve it out, I say. Anyway, and also, uh, did you guys know that there is a disclaimer? On Gilligan's Island now. Oh, I saw not. this. Now, uh, the reason I... Yeah. It says... It basically, paraphrasing, I'm not going to get this 100% right. Uh, racial views and stereotypes not conducive to the modern day. Gilligan's Island. Because, you know, headhunters and all that. I don't know. And rich people. And I don't know what I don't know what they're doing. I don't know who's, who's tuning into Gilligan's Island thinking, Well, my God, who made this abomination of filth and racism so it's basically just not conducive to today but a guy emailed, and i knew that and i meant to bring it up a while ago but a guy uh emailed me he was watching sundance tv it said i can't sleep check this out and it had the disclaimer and then afterwards it says it was made in the 60s they're all still trapped on the island <laughs> like it's like sundance made a joke out of that because you got to run a disclaimer like they did for uh Old movies now. If you watch old movies, and the thing in the beginning said this was made at a different time. Some of the things said in this movie are 
not conducive to today's behaviors or social views. And isn't that up to you to determine as the viewer? Like, and, and, and who in the world complains about a movie or, a, I mean, Gilligan's Island? You got so much pent-up anger inside you. If you can make a phone call to any channel showing Gilligan's Island, and you're, uh, you were, first off, you were so oblivious, you were unfamiliar with Gilligan's Island's premise in the first place to the point where now it offends you. If you're offended by Gilligan's Island, you shouldn't be around anyone. You're going to get offended real easy. That's going to be simple. I can't. I can't think of. I mean, I guess the headhunter said Ooga Boogas, but who are we? Who are we offending? Headhunters? Well, the char- the characters too. Really though, was it because there are no blacks or gays? I don't remember them ever making a joke about that. The only black people were headhunters or cannibals. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then I think I was wondering if there was island, a World though. War right. II. That's um, probably true. That's <laughs> probably I mean, accurate to where they were. There are probably islands where there are nothing but cannibals and headhunters. And they would be island colored. You're not going to run it unless they're like in the... And I'm pretty sure it was a tropical island. They weren't up there in Norway. No. Some Norwegian island stranded with... You know, or was it the fact they were in makeup? They weren't really, you know, so... Oh, like playing like blackface? Black black and again, yeah. well, who are we offending here? Headhunter face? Were we supposed <laughs> to hire real headhunters? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. I didn't know there was a union. For the cannibal headhunter acting group. Yeah, there's a disclaimer in front of Gilligan's Island there. Basically says you're, you might get offended by this. And I would say, if you are offended by this, really, take a look in the mirror and calm her down a touch. If Gilligan's Island makes you want to call somebody and get something taken care of, you've lost your mind. It isn't anybody else's problem. And it's as simple as going, Gilligan's Island is dumb. Turn it. Kids might watch. Yep. And they might not get anything out of it also because it's a fairly shallow, vapid show of nothingness. And also, if you buy the premise, you pretty much are willing to forego any other piece of reality ever. Right down to the idea that it's a three-hour tour. and They got uh, far enough away to find this remote not, island. Well, I can say that the three-hour tour was scheduled. Who knows where the wind blew up? Yeah. But Ginger was packed for... About a, a four-month trip, as were the Howells. They overpacked. Gilligan and Skipper were the only ones that kept their same outfits. They didn't have any luggage. The three-hour tour, they had outfit changes. I don't know the last time you were on a three-hour tour of anything, but we were on this Dolly Steamboat. I don't remember us bringing a suitcase. In like 24 hours. And that was, I, I think Gilligan's Island's uh, group got uh, a better deal than we did. Oh, I would have rather been on the, yeah. on the menu. I would have been. <laughs> I'll tell you that. I'd have had a glass of coconut milk before I go on that Dolly <laughs> Steamboat again. And that is, that's pure hell for me. But yeah, now we got disclaimers in front of Gilligan's Island. I'm, I'm not understanding Earth. Eddie talked about it last night at Pearl Jam. You know, there's a lot of people who watch Gilligan's Island and think all black people are cannibals or headhunters. And it's all Gilligan's goddamn fault. These motherfuckers tried to tell us all, indoctrinate us all into thinking that black people were headhunters and cannibals. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. You, Gilligan! <laughs> Get it off! 
Get it off the screens. Get that off here. Here's a QR code that you can click on right now and vote Gilligan off the island. No, they're all dead, Eddie. Yeah, but I know the, the reruns, they live on in reruns. I watched the Growing Pains episode, and Mike's best friend's name was Boner. Kids can't hear that crap. Get that off the air. It's, uh, what is wrong with us that we can't get through a Gilligan's Island without being offended? I'm try- I mean, other than the headhunters, I'm just trying to think of... Was there a, um, um, a Japanese war vet that washed up on the sure. island? Oh, yeah, there was. Yeah. yeah. With the big glasses and yeah. sure, sure, hilarious. <laughs> Might be the only funny episode of Gilligan's Island. <laughs> yeah, the Japanese war veteran that didn't know the war was over. That rock band yeah. when they're like a oh the, oh, yeah. the uh, no no uh, we we played them the yeah. one time. Well, that's when the girls did their rock band. They were called the Honeybees, right? And uh, I don't remember who the band. The Mosquitoes is the band on Gilligan's Island. <laughs> I don't remember that one. Yeah, a rock band, for some reason, washed up on shore. Because and how did they? Escape? Well, they didn't even wash up. They just found it. Huh? On their because they had a boat and they were getting right. They were oh. trying to get them all off there, and they they took off without them. Well, yeah, everybody always took off. Yeah, without them. I remember the space capsule landing and all that kind of stuff. I had alien space yeah. capsule, the astronauts. Yeah. And- yeah, but that's all offensive to someone out there to the point where we need to make sure that they know before they're watching that this could get to you. I mean, I watch the I Dream of Jeannie. The of Ginger. They took I Dream of Maybe. The, yeah. She did it to herself. The I Dream of Jeannie is the sexiest thing. If it was on TV today, you'd jerk off to it. And there's no disclaimer on that, but I noticed that uh, family entertainment television that used to flash Jeannie's cans around every morning at 8, um, they've taken it off. And I... Googled it a while ago, and it was like, it's uh, it's basically mistreating women. I Dream of Genius looked at it as a show that mistreats women. You know the four members of the Mosquitoes, John? Do I know their names? Yeah. Rat, nope. Tully, Sid, and Ryan. You probably know this when I say it. Bingo, oh, Bango, <laughs> Bongo, and Irving. I, I was going to say in Rex. <laughs> Irving. <laughs> Irving. And Brady's that's right. right. They came to the island to get away from their fans. Oh, that's right. That was the most known, uncharted island of all time. All right. But I think they were just a little bit off Catalina. Nobody looked for them. Played by a real band called the Wellingtons. Yeah, not a real good band. <laughs> and the Wellingtons turned into Mookie Blaylock that turned into Pearl Jam. Amazing. And we knocked up Marianne just to give her an abortion on the island with the professor. It was great. It was a big coconut had, abortion. They had a governor on the island. It was great. I loved every second of it. Coconut abortions and... Amazing. This is their big hit song, if you remember. They wrote it after they left Gilligan's Island. You guys cover this? (laughs) You know what's great about Kim Petras? She'll never need an abortion. (laughs) I miss her. We haven't played her for a while. Summer's coming. That's going to be by the pool a lot. My little coconut. Anyway, it's a weird, it's a weird time that we are. Apparently, Aladdin the animated movie has a disclaimer too. It does. Yeah, the one with Robin Williams. Yeah, and Why? Gilbert Godfrey. He's I don't in, know. He's in blue face. <laughs> is it? <laughs> is it because of Middle Eastern stereotypes? I bet that's what it is. Rugs and stuff. I bet it's probably what it is. <laughs> it doesn't say. This, uh, this listener just hit me up and said that. So somebody's actually really worried that there's a person out there that will believe. That Middle Eastern people can fly on rugs. 
and they need to that, well, this, yeah. don't perpetuate that stereotype. Why? Yeah. What else? Is, once you take a stand on stereotypes, you got to include everything. That's Disney covering their yeah, but. Who's mad about that? I got to meet these people. I got to meet one Middle Easterner that's like, we don't fly on rugs. I'm like, I never once believed it. Let's start there. I know you don't. If you invented a flying rug, you'd be bragging about that. You're mad because you didn't invent it and people think you have it. Don't you wish you had a flying rug, though? Isn't it kind of cool? I guess this is the disclaimer. The, the following presentation is a product of its time. Did. It depicts prejudices that were wrong then and remain unacceptable today. CHCH is the channel it's on, does not condone discrimination of any kind. Rather than ignoring past discriminatory practices, exhibiting work like this allows viewers to engage in thought and discussion that educates and promotes the importance of social justice and inclusivity. And because of this, it's a nickel for us to rerun it. Yeah, viewer discretion advised. Enjoy your big... What did he say? I don't remember them ever saying, like, sand people or anything awful in that. Was there any, like, slurs? In Aladdin? No, I yeah. Don't. That's because you don't know. I'm a parrot, and he's a sand person. I wonder if we can call him that. <laughs> it's a different time. Isn't it always a different time? Like, currently, right now, we're living in a different time than another time. Yep. It's always a different time, so things change. Aladdin scares you. I think everybody should have to, I know this is an unpopular view, be tattooed on their bodies if Aladdin is something that they think is racist. You should have a tattoo if you think the Gilligan's Island disclaimer is a good idea. A big tattoo, a number maybe, right down your arm, one of those. And then we'll put you in a special building of people who only believe that. I think that's a good idea. Imagine the size of the disclaimer before Blazing Saddles or something. (laughs) It's got to be like four minutes long. Come on. In a few minutes, you're going to be offended. That was the objective yeah. of this whole movie, is to make you guys just laugh hysterically at things that are wildly inappropriate. Enjoy the most accurate. Yeah, it is inappropriate. This next thing you watch is mother <laughs> inappropriate. Put down your bitch hat and enjoy something. Lighten up. You're all uptight knobs. And then the other thing that's going on in the world is the uh, Elon Musk deal. The... Uh, cryptically tweets out that if he dies mysteriously, it's the Russians. <laughs> and I'm like, huh? And it was kind of a weird... And then he just kind of ignored it. He never really went back to it. But evidently, Elon feels like... Uh, there's some threats? Well, that there's a possibility that eventually Elon's progressive ways with what he's trying to accomplish in his Twitter and everything else... He may be joking, also, because Twitter and the Russians are tied together so He heavily. can power the world with some solar panels, that's it. Well, the Twitter thing, it's I, everybody likes him for the electric cars, and I think everybody's going to try to kill him for his environmental stuff, but the Twitter thing has got people really nervous that Elon Musk is going to allow things that aren't true. I love Bill Maher's thing on Friday night. He talked about, and I've, we've, I've said this for years, it's up to you to determine what's real and not. If you're fooled by bad information, that's not bad information's fault. That's your fault for not really looking into anything or just being a sucker. If Twitter's where you get your news in the first place, you're probably not getting the whole story. Period. That's it. And how uh, do you look into it to find the bad information? I I don't know. Because you can find the... I mean, it feels like 
It seems like you can find the opposite. Let of me tell you this then. Then you're then you're not in the know. If right. You, if you just grab information and then find something completely opposite to it, all you're going to do right. is pick the one you'd agreed with in the first place. Yep. So it doesn't really matter what your research is or where you go for it. You're not really. There's something wrong with humans that just say, "I don't know." I, I don't know. Like that. I've read both sides. I don't know. And then make up your own mind rather than have. You know, whatever echo chamber you surround yourself in, teach you and tell you everything that's right and everything else that comes at you that is a different opinion is incorrect. Um, and I think you're seeing that um, stat growing a little bit, at least like when we, when I talk about all these polls, you know, in the right. news, the percentage of indifferent or undecided. Right. Because a lot of people are like, well, I don't know if he I made a great that point. He said that side. when the printing press came out. Uh, politicians and everybody else was were scared to death that it's going to disseminate information too fast, and if it's wrong, people won't know, and they'll lose their mind. And uh, the radio and TV, every new technology has come out and scared uh, the powers that be that will get information too fast. Because the best way to stay in power is to keep the people into the information. Not being only, questioned. Only you Ooh. provide the information, which is good. Newspapers, printing press, uh, not in order, radio, all sorts of stuff. Um, but Bill Maher's point was excellent. It's like if we have to prove everything that's on Twitter, say goodbye to your God. Yep. You can you, you can't go on there and say I believe in the Lord because it's going to get stamped with there's no evidence of this because it's a belief. It's not evidential. Yeah, it's nothing. Faith. It's it's faith. So yep. you can if you have faith in something that's no longer. So to, if you want to stamp everything with not true, we'll start there. We'll start with you know every time God's mentioned, you can't you get your banned from it. Because that's true. That's a fact. You may not like it, but that's true. So it's up to you. You're the one who's supposed to make up your own mind Always about supposed things. To been the gatekeeper. And yeah, and nobody, you know, information can come to you, and it's up to you to determine it. Twitter is not your uh, brain. It's an outlet that you can read and then start, you know, having thoughts about things. Not CNN is not your brain, and Fox is not your brain. But people grab hold of that because it's like, this is what I want to hear. This is the news I like to hear. Rather than hear a differing opinion and not lose your mind. So I love what Elon Musk is doing, but I don't doubt that he might get killed. Because there are, there's a, it's a polarizing topic to start to talk about. He's like an oligarch. There's always... Look, uh, and again, Bill Maher made that point Friday as well. It's like everybody that's, you know, screaming and yelling, oh, we're going to get all this fake information. It's going to lead to another insurrection. And then he gave out a couple of points about COVID that, you know, 50% of Democrats believed that uh, unvaccinated people, 50% after they got COVID, 80-something percent went to the hospital. If you were unvaccinated and got COVID, 80% went to the hospital. The actual number was like 1.1% or something like that. It wasn't even close. He goes, bad information got to that side, too. And he said, so where does it end? Where do we where do we start stamping everything with this isn't accurate, this isn't accurate? We've never had full accuracy with our info. And now all of a sudden we want everything to be just dead, honest, true, and we want factual. it now. And it doesn't happen. It's not, it can't happen. Apparently Russia don't like Elon because he gave Ukraine his Starlink yeah. internet. So yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's been helping out against them. But Russia would kill him. In a heartbeat they'd kill him. Because they're a power that still controls all their own information. Internally, at least. And Twitter is a giant threat to communist nations and, you know, uh, propagandists and, and uh, you know, those, those like China and Russia. And those, they don't want somebody to come in and give people the right to find out other stuff. 
which is essentially what people are fighting for to keep Twitter to just be one linear thing of info. And again, that's on the info that we're getting on that. You know, you wonder how much of that. Sometimes I'm skeptical on that stuff, like when you're sold the, you know, the well, communist nations and how they're treating people. And I mean, it's been kind of through the years that that's what they say. Yeah. But yeah, who knows? I mean, I don't think they're real free with information. Pretty sure that when they have laws in their countries that basically say you're in big trouble if you speak against us, and there's been punishments for it. We kind of know that. That's played out. I mean, how much we play it up is a different story. Right. I mean, that's part of what they want. Dictatorships definitely say, you're not talking, you're not speaking against me. You'll be jailed for that. So, yeah. And they uh, hate the fact that information is out there. They would rather oh, have yeah, it. Yeah, they, they control it. That's yep. Pravda. It's propaganda. They control it. But we have the same thing. Don't act like we don't. we got a whole group of people trying to make Twitter that yep. very same thing. And not just one side. But if Elon Musk dies, what what a movie that'll be. You take out one of the, you know, it's like one of the brightest people on the planet. That's not just, you know, it's like Thomas Edison had a billion inventions. Some of them probably made people mad. He gave us that light bulb. That was pretty awesome. But I bet you Thomas Edison's opinions were slanted one direction or another. But uh, still doesn't make you hate that light bulb, does it? I kind of like light bulbs. I think what he did was pretty cool. So I'll give Thomas the benefit of the doubt if he had a few uh, views that were askew. Exactly. Can you imagine Russia? That list in your house is going to be long. You'd, like Alexander Graham Bell was probably a prick. Yeah. But the phone is pretty I didn't pretty want anyone awesome. else in the business, too, right. at one point oh, yeah. time. He started shooting people. But if, uh, you know, if Thomas Edison did something that made uh, Russia mad at the time and he invented something they didn't like and they took him out early, we might have missed out on a couple of things, like the phonograph and all that other stuff. Who knows? John, who needs Twitter? I get all my news from Brady because That's he's never Twitter. wrong and accurate. That's <laughs> he right. Yes. And, and he you knows know what? all the details. Could you imagine? <laughs> think of Brady as a small, well, as a version of Twitter. <laughs> Brady is a little tiny Twitter. How many times has Brady been wrong and you didn't go out and shoot up a village because of it? You right. understood, oh, I have to take this a little bit with a grain of salt. Sometimes that guy says the wrong word or... Misunder, misinterprets an entire story and gives it to us incorrectly. But you use Twitter the same way you use Brady, which is, eh, I'm not so sure about this guy. That's ba- Brady's even dressed in... Go through in, the filter. You're even dressed in baby blue today. <laughs> yeah. You look like a little Twitter. <laughs> you're a twit today, Brady, and I like it. Well, how come you can listen to Brady and go, ah, oh, grain of salt, but Twitter has to be dead accurate or else? It doesn't. We all know. I miss the internet when it was just dick pics and porn. All these social media sites and everything else. I still like that it goes eventually always just evolves back to some girl's cans or ass on a beach. Now, I don't think Elizabeth Hurley's been out of a bikini in the last six years. Boy, it's, uh, Yahoo uh, loves They just it love she, it when she lays outside. Yeah. And she goes outside pretty much every couple days. Yeah. Elizabeth Hurley's 56, showing her snooch. <laughs> want to see it? Yes, I want to see that, Yahoo. So much more than I want to see dead bodies in Mariupol. I'm clicking on that. Kylie Jenner's lost 60 pounds and showed it off in a thong. Okay. That's better than abortion cheddar, isn't it? And everybody gets mad at that. And then everybody's mad at, you know, we, we lose our minds over the weirdest stuff. Kim Kardashian said she lost weight to get in that Marilyn Monroe dress. And women just attacked. That's the most unhealthy thing I've ever... She had to lose how many pounds... 
in 13 days to get into that dress? What woman hasn't done that? Not enough. Not, yeah, they still wedding, have the men. They had to move it because her ass is she's shaped different. But what woman hasn't gone? I got to lose 10 pounds before uh, we go to Vegas because we're going to go by standard. the pool. It's standard that they starve themselves to get in their bikini or to get into a dress. Is it healthy? No. But is overeating healthy? No. That's why they're doing it. They put on a little extra weight, which isn't healthy either. There's an optimum weight. Nobody's at it. Silly. We're all so silly. But again, if you're going to watch Gilligan's Island today, just know that really might piss you off if you're the most fragile human being on the planet. So thank God for that little disclaimer. At least the disclaimer is telling people who would have normally been pissed off that by the end of this 30-minute episode, you were at least warned. So try not to get too triggered by when Gilligan calls that black guy a headhunter. <laughs> what we should be really mad at is that Golden State Warriors coach named his son Nick. Steve Kerr did? Steve Kerr named his son Nick. Go ahead, say it. Say it in your car. Racist. <laughs> you can't do it. That's a real story. That's something Steve Kerr should be dealt with. He should be dealt with for that. That's a joke name. And this poor kid's got to live with it forever. Nicholas. Nicholas Kerr. That's all I'd go by. I am Nicholas. What's my middle name? Donald? I'm Don Kerr now. Dad, you're a dick. Donker. Donker. Yeah. Oh, no. It's so close to Dinger. Somebody might yell his name and get us all in trouble. Anyway, there's something to be offended by if you're looking for it. Everywhere you look. Stop looking for it. Live your life normal. Like most of us do. Be offended that you're sitting on that freeway right now while we cruised in this morning. No traffic at all, and you're probably starting to feel the burn out there in the East Valley with that freeway closed. <laughs> it hurts, doesn't it? No carpool lane for you today, is there, Tesla? You're stuck with the rest of them, with the pigs. And here's a fun game you can play. If there is a Tesla in front of you, creep up on it. It moves. <laughs> It starts moving. One side or the other. And here's the other thing. The guy inside has to listen to some incessant beeping while you get too close to his car that's trying to scoot out of the way. But then it's going to beep twice because it's going to get too close to the car in front of it. And eventually, I think the Tesla just pulls over. <laughs> Had enough. Right, play ahead. with Tesla this morning. When you're in traffic, push one around a little bit like a chess piece. Like, scoot over. If it's in the lane next to you and everything stopped, go two miles an hour and just steer into it a little bit. Just get him to start getting away. Hey, asshole, my car won't allow. God damn it, he's pushing me off the road. <laughs> Tesla, manual control. I'm sorry, Hal. I can't allow that. God damn it, we're going off the cliff. <laughs> Evacuate vehicle in three, two, one. Evacuate what? Why? He's going to drive it off the edge. Anyway, it is fun to play with him. I do it all the time on uh, when you got to enter. Although I do think a guy was driving manually the other day because I went to get... In his, because uh, I was going downtown and I go down to 51 and you just move, you find a Tesla where it backs up and you just scoot it out of the way. They move right up. They, they have to. And so I started to go, but I think he was in manual because he, he sped right up. I'm like, oh, he's got all the uh, technology turned off. Oh, so manual mode, it, it just, you just drive. Okay. I guess. I don't know. I think so. Because this dude zipped, cut me off. I'm like, well played, black Tesla. And, of course, it was the black Tesla. <laughs> White Tesla gets out of the way. <laughs> he ain't passing me. <laughs> he ain't passing me. It was my lane first, man. <laughs> Get out the way, bitch. See what you trying to do. Yeah, Move. I tried to scooch him. Uh, what do you got on the big board of music today? There, <laughs> Wake Up Song brought to you by our buddies over there at Action Ride Shop. It's, it's going to be beautiful in the next couple days. So if you're thinking about hitting the trails... 
Head on over to Action Ride Shop. Get everything you need, all the gear, all the bikes, all the repairs you may need. Get it done now because we're going to be heading out to a Haas tomorrow. Are you going? To, uh, yeah. Here's the fun thing. Boys. Brett didn't talk about this, but yesterday he's sitting in the office and I looked down and Brett looks like a, a whore, a high school whore. His yeah. knees are all skinned up. He's got scabs all over his legs. I'm like, what happened here? Did you crash? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the boys from Action took you up to Brown's Ranch and put you on your ass. Yep. Yeah. Hey, learn something. Learn no, right. not what to, what not to do. So learn, learn what line not to <laughs> yeah. take. Yes. That is something I won't do twice. And if I do, I'm gonna. Get, you're all skinned up. That wasn't an easy. You hit that hard. Yeah, miserable caliche like yep. rock. That yeah. I know. Ex- I Brian bet you I know exactly that where that. Yeah. It was right down. It was right down that uh, that Big granite lip that we were talking about. Granite, day, yeah. gray and black. Yeah. And if the hill looks like you shouldn't be on it, like on a bike, that there's a line up it. You get up there, and then when you got to climb down, it's a drop down and a turn. Oh yeah, the bike can do it. It was me that could. The do pilot it. that's the problem. The bike can do it all by itself. Yeah. You could ghost ride it down. I, there. I took the wrong line. So, oh, but now I know. You fell off, and yeah. your legs look like a oh, uh, like a high school date. Back to it this week. <laughs> yeah, Tomorrow, look like, you look like a prom queen whore. <laughs> Skinned up knees. It treated me like it. You got your Pearl Jam uh, ticket in your hand, so you can go get your free abortion tonight. <laughs> uh, on the list, we got uh, Lincoln Park, uh, Danzig, Metallica, STP, Trivium, Chimera, Pure Hatred for the freeway closures. Uh, butthole surfer, Slipknot, new abortion, uh, <laughs> death clock, ghost, ACDC, Primus, corn, bunch of cool man, stuff on there. Since you get uh, crackers uh, after your abortion, you get graham crackers. Oh, yeah, damn it. <laughs> Cracker man is good though. STP is a great song. So we'll do that for your abortion. You know, my friends down there, rest his soul, Scott Weiland, who aborted himself well into the 344th trimester. We get you graham cracker, man. A little sprite. I don't understand it, but I, I said it once on the air, and I got a bunch. How did you know about the graham crackers and Sprite? I'm like, that is a thing. Like, for, like one girl said it. I thought that it was just like a one-off. At right. That. You get graham crackers and Sprite. Well, I've got the uh, opposite of Toledo's concert tonight. Where are you going? The final spring oh, throwdown. Oh, man, you paid Kirby's. your dues. Why are you going again? Oh, they do two a year, and this oh. is the final one. And he, I have a clip of them rehearsing. You want to hear it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Ronnie sent it to me. Okay. This is true. Right? All right. <laughs> oh, no, they're doing throat goat tonight. All right. Eighth grade throat goat. Everybody's going to. Second song I'll recognize. <laughs> Everybody's going to have uh, Brett's knees. Love it big or small. Eighth grade. Hit the wall. Eighth grade throat goat. And you know, there is an eighth grade throat goat in your kid's school. Tonight's big, John. What is it? Mandalorian theme is one of the songs you're doing. What is that? No one recognizes that. I know. I did when I... Oh, okay. That's... Oh, yeah. Is Kirby first chair yet? No. Why, she's still not good enough to be first Pride chair? Pride yourself on the third um, chair. She's... Pr- oh, Brady, this is ridiculous. I tell her that. Like, we've gone seven years. She's still third chair? Yeah. There's got to be fifth graders ahead of her at this point. No, they keep them in the same she's class. She's third chair in the eighth grade, so all the kids you've been playing with the whole time? Yep. She never won. Oh, you just cancel it. You as a parent should say, I'm not going until you're at least second chair. I don't want you That might have been back. good motivation. It's too late now. You think it's motivated to let she want you there? No, I'm saying if I would have said, hey, I would. For you. Oh, yeah, she wants me there. She wants you to go watch her, even yeah. though you can't see her, sitting in the back row, not really playing. <laughs> Is it because she's no good? You got to be honest. No, she's not bad. But the other kids are better. Yeah. And she's proud. The other of being kids practice Kirby. So she's not as good. Oh no! Not, she's not yeah, we're at right now is first she's, chair. She's dragging. She's anchoring. 
Mrs. Rahoy figures it out. Mrs. Rahoy needs to light a fire under Kirby's ass. Hey, look, man. These songs kind of stink, old pirate. Although Mandalorian is my home. I was in it, baby. Two, three, four. <laughs> old pirate, I'm back here in the third row. She just texts. This is Kirby. Yeah. I'm last chair, not third. She's not even in the third <laughs> chair. Wow. All right, Kirby. Does she start all of her texts to daddy with Mrs. Kirby? Because she grabs mom's oh, phone. I was going to say. Mama, give, give me your the, phone. Give me that telephonic communications device. Daddy, it's your daughter, Kirby. What's up, old pirate? Third chair would be a dream come true. I am last chair. I'm facing the wrong way. They put me in the back of the room. I'd like to welcome the eighth grade on stage. The eighth grade's up here now. They're going to sing the Mandalorian song. Um, you'll notice in the back, a little girl. We call her the Blair Witch. She's facing the wall. That's Kirby Bogan. They got to put her back anyway because she's so tall. Kirby, no. Kirby, have some damn pride. Your dad's spending a ton of dough on the... I'll say what you're thinking. He's spending an awful lot of money on these instruments and time. Your dad's time is valuable, and you make him go to these things. Bust a little ass and at least get to third chair. At least have, uh, you know, be disappointed a little bit that you're not third chair. I'm last Just Just chair. make the deal. You don't go to any more shows until she makes third <laughs> she, or second chair. she moves up. And each show, she doesn't move up, you don't go. That's it. That's a great thing. She'll get well, better, or, or you won't have to, go. Either way. have to go. It's a win-win. Yeah. I don't know what uh, shows are in high school. I know there's probably one, but uh, this coming year, she signed up because there's a Disney trip involved, and they get to play on the road. No matter if they're good or not. Said you're. Maybe it's uh, you got to get the second chair. By the way, Disney. kid, that's uh, coming out of your pocket. That Disney trip ain't free. The school isn't footing the bill for that. Oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> so there is no Disney trip at all. But Kirby wants Unless Kirby Daddy does. says, you're not good enough to go on this. That's right. If you're slacking. don't Kirby, don't worry about it. You're going to Disney. Yeah. But still, Kirby could smash her guitar on stage like the Who, her violin or whatever she's playing. You just buy her another one and send her to Disneyland. You should put a little you know, weight on this one, Brady. You can't go until your second chair. I'm not paying for Disney. He's What's wrong with I'm, I'm with He's you. Paying. You're with me, but you're not going to do anything. Oh, I'll put my foot down. <laughs> that foot is going to get kicked out of the way. Excuse me. Put your foot in my way there for a second. Old pirate. That was silly. By the way, also playing Shut Up and Dance. That's pretty fun. Can't wait to hear that. Let's uh, have a tape of that as well. Here's the rehearsal last night. Huh? Oh, it sounds great. <laughs> Shut up and dance with me. I can hear it. It's really good. Oh, that's a, I really hear Kirby way, way in the back. <laughs> that's good stuff. Love listening to eighth graders play music. That is so good. No, the tootling. AJ, we're coming this evening. It's an Apache Junction. Again. Oh, Brady, man. what are you doing? The hits just keep a coming. Can I tell you to be more like Dan and just say... I'm not going to this because you're not even trying. Why do I have to waste my night? And then to get it's a, getting, it's to get a text close. like that, it is not. They get a text like getting that. real close, Johnny. Dad, I'm not even third chair. I'm worse than you're saying on the radio. <laughs> and I'm proud of it. I stink out loud, old man. It hurts. Then don't go. Unless you want to hear it. That's Keep my going. daughter. She's rehearsing for the Mandalorian. Still, not bad for last chair. Let's make a viola sound like that. She's really bad at it.
She's going to Disneyland on her talent. Makes her viola sound like a drake, mallard duck. Beautiful. Which one's your little angel? The one back there strangling the duck. (laughs) (laughs) You really hit the note there, honey. (laughs) Picture Kirby with the... (laughs) Swinging that bow back and forth, making that sound. (laughs) Kirby, that's disappointing. She's out of the car now. I don't give a mother where she is. This is disappointing. I'm ashamed of you, Kirby. Uncle John's not happy. Somebody's got to have some pride between you and that old man. We'll bring her in for a solo. Oh, I'm getting, right here. We got it already. I don't need that. <laughs> Shut up and dance so tired. I'm the Mandalorian, Mandalorian, Mandalorian. <laughs> she texts you to tell you. I am third hey, chair. Don't, go, the last don't chair. go bragging about third chair. <laughs> that impossibly high bar. There's only three chairs. Then you're just in the they wasteland. Made additional. Yeah, then you're wasteland fourth row. That's where all the dregs sat. She might as well just smoke. She's gonna be like the Mavericks coach. There's no, there's no chairs even. She got to stand. She got to stand up in front of Doug Hopkins. You got one assignment. It's just one stroke. Yeah, that's, that's from- it, uh, Brady. I don't know how you're tolerating that kind of behavior. You need to yell at her for that one. <laughs> they think I'm third chair. I wish, Dreamer. Hey, old Barrett, third chair is for all the great kids. I don't know where first chair is. It's so far up there. All those prissy little bitches in first chair. Two, three, four. (laughs) That was Jim Croce's I've Got a Name. You're right. i got to start taking it more serious. Yeah, you do. (laughs) You allow her to text you to tell you. By the way, wasting your money at an unreasonably fast rate. Good job. Jeez. Firing off fourth chair and trying for fifth. I'm going to see if they'll build me my own stage. <laughs> and now, the flight of the ducks. Finally, Kirby can play. Nailed it. It's a solo. Don't go bragging you're the worst one. And then, assume a trip to Disneyland's coming out of the old man's pocket, but Brett, you and yeah, I both know he's going to Disneyland. 100%. Would you take that away from her? The trip to Disneyland? In a heartbeat. I know. Could you look Kirby? Hammer. Close your eyes and mentally picture this. Could you ever look Kirby in the eye and go, you're not going to Disneyland because I said so. I'm not paying for that because you're not good enough. If the reasons <laughs> I didn't ask this. were good enough. No, yeah, no. I could look right You there. are not good enough. You're not going to You're Disneyland. not practicing. No, he'd make You're not taking it. it serious. Uh-huh. You're adorable. Your Get aunt, out of the way. Your give aunt's going to have to pay for it. <laughs> give me a checkbook, buddy. I raised a little money elsewhere, mommy, and uh, I'm going to Disneyland. And I guarantee you, Brady's going to come in here after he puts his foot down with one of those stupid Mickey hats in the ears. <laughs> Kirby got it for me at her big concert. Just like he put his foot down at U-Fest. Oh, nah, that was maybe. Good. I don't oh, we'll know. see. I haven't decided. She was that. lucky to go there. Oh, oh, yes, sure. she was. She Very was. lucky. You were lucky to get home before 12, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> if they didn't want to leave and you stood and waited. Anyway, what are you going to do? Uh, crackers and Sprite. That's all this is about. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric's Family BBQ.com.